There's a place in football for all of us. If you're ready to get involved with the game, head to usafootball.com slash league finder. The Football for All podcast shares interesting stories happening in and around the game. I'm Jesse Giorzi. This season, we talk with people helping bring football to everyone and those impacted by the idea of football for all. This is a two-part series where we'll talk with one mother and son combination each week. Up first, Star and Keon. It's always me, him, and football. It's always, um, you know, we, we watch football every single day. We talk about football every day. Nobody else my age, mom, is playing football. Like, I was the only person who had a mom who was really playing football. I get a chance to, you know, help him work on his game. He helps me work on my game. We train together. Um, we're in the gym together. We're on the field together. So we spend a lot of time together through football. And if that's how I got to take it, then that's how I got to take it. I'd rather, you know, spend as much time as I can get with him before he's off to college. Parents wear a lot of hats, football parents especially. They can be coaches, league leaders, cooks, officials, chauffeurs, cheerleaders, and more. They play an important role in growing the game and passing down their love for football to their children. When we think of legacy children in football, we think of fathers and sons, the Mannings, the Longs, the Sertans, the Winslows, the McCaffreys not to mention hundreds more in college and thousands in high school. But it's not always dad and son. You've got to be a tough mother to play adult tackle football while working a nine to five. That's who this story is about. Two moms who have played tackle football at the highest level and represented the U.S. in international competition. Two mothers who now have sons trying to do that exact same thing. of the people that uh, are in this unique position where uh, a mom could play for the national team and a son could also play for the national team. You know, we hear stories a lot about, um, you know, a dad passing their sport onto their son or a mom passing their sport onto your daughter. You don't hear those across gender lines very often, mom to son or dad to daughter, and you definitely never hear it around tackle football. Um, so we've got uh, Keon and Star with us, and um, we'll start with you, Star. What role did football play in your life and your family, you know, kind of growing up? Um, yeah, so growing up, I, I come from a huge football family. We're, we live in Philly, so the Philadelphia Eagles were definitely uh, our home team. And every Sunday was like a party in my house growing up during football season. As far back as I can remember, every single Sunday was – a tailgate at the house. So I enjoyed football at an early age. I loved watching it. I understood it. Um, so when I had the opportunity to actually play, I was like, wow, I can do this. Like girls, girls can actually play. So. So you football around your life a lot growing up around the family, uh, you know, especially the Eagles growing up in Philly, but what sports did you play um, growing up? If, if not football. 
So I was a competitive swimmer for 17 years. So I swam. That was my first sport. And then um, I went into track and then basketball. And I did all three of those sports throughout college. Sarah, talk to me about when you moved from being a football fan to a football player. When did that start and what was it looking like at that time? Um, that started when Keon was playing flag football. So he was about five and I always was a very active mother, um, with him. Um, so running up and down the field and throwing the ball and kicking the ball and just being very active with him and the other little boys on the team, um, is what caught the attention of his coach. And his coach one day came up to me and was like, why aren't you playing football? I mean, I obviously look like an athlete. Um, I think when Keon was five, I was about 26. So I still was rather young. Um, and I'm like football. Well, I didn't know that that was even a thing for me to do. So he's like, yeah, there's a women's team in Philly. Uh, they have tryouts tomorrow. You should go try out. And I was like, I've never played, you know, organized football, but I ain't doing nothing else tomorrow. So maybe I'll go try out. And that's what I did. And honestly, I've literally been playing ever since. And Keon, for you, uh, you know, from what you remember, at least from when you were a kid growing up and playing flag and seeing mom running up down the sidelines and kicking and throwing, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, mom's trying out and playing tackle and turning, you know, turning pretty quickly turnaround. What were the first memories you had or what were the first kind of thoughts you had around, uh, around mom playing tackle football? It was always cool because, like, Nobody else my age, mom is playing football. Like I was the only person who had a mom who was really playing football. Like nobody, I'd never seen. I didn't even know, especially back then, I didn't know there was such thing as women's football, especially tag. So that was like a nice thing for me to see, especially as a young age. And then it was like really unique because I was the only kid who had a mom who played football. Growing up and playing the sport and, and moving from flag into tackle yourself, you know, what were some of the things that uh, your mom taught you about the game or the kind of feedback she gave you or, you know, what were some of those key things that she taught you or that you learned from her about football? Biggest thing I learned from her is like effort, my effort, like that, her, her like screaming on the sidelines, telling me to always run after the play and never get up, keep my legs moving. That really helped me as a football player. That had me gain a lot more sacks, a lot more tackles and made more bigger plays just by chasing after the ball. Anything specific from, you know, having the opportunity, I guess, right? You, you can watch by – you can learn by hearing and listen to what, you know, someone that knows more about you are saying, and in this case, mom. But you can also learn by watching. What is – is there anything that, that you specific you picked up from uh, from watching her play and being at some of her games? Um, tagline. I see, I, when I was a little kid, I didn't know how to tackle. I would always try to grab somebody and try to wrestle them down. She's a real good form tackler, so I picked that up from her. And then back to you, Star. Growing up, uh, or starting, not growing up, but starting in football, uh, never having played before. There's not a parallel position to swimming that translates directly to a specific position or part of the field or offense or defense on football. So, when you did that tryout on, you know, no notice, what position did you start playing at and, and how has that evolved over your, your football career? Um, I started off at wide receiver. I think 
most women, when they think of football, they just think of catching. Um, so I started off at wide receiver. Um, I played that for maybe half a season when I realized that I would rather do the hitting than get hit. Um, I wasn't a bad wide receiver. I play tight end now, so I wasn't a bad wide receiver. It's just that I, I, I'm very aggressive, and um, my aggressiveness translated more on defense than it did on offense. So, Star, you mentioned you're 26. All of a sudden, you're overnight playing tackle uh, for uh, for a women's team. Um, you've got uh, a five year old at home who's also playing flag and in school and all that stuff. You're working. How do you? How did you start to manage and, and juggle all these things? I mean, that seems like a pretty insane schedule um, from uh, from my point of view. But how did you kind of manage uh, then? And then how's that changed? I guess to now and how you you manage all of. Uh, your own football schedule, Keons, plus school, plus work, plus everything else you're involved in? Yeah, so um, I think that's one of the biggest things in my life currently and previously that I have had to overcome and even try to find a, a strategy. I think it's all about being strategic. I have a, a, I have a daughter who's a, a basketball player and, um, you know, just trying to make sure, and I'm a single parent, so trying to make sure that I don't miss any of their games while missing, not missing any of my games. Um, thankfully, their seasons don't really interfere with mine. Um, so my season starts in the spring, even though Keon this year, due to COVID, had to play in the spring. He just played his last game last week, and I start my first game on Saturday, which was like perfect timing. Um, now, my daughter is in AAU basketball season right now, so uh, her next tournament is on the day of my first game. So um, I'll miss that, but I'll be able to make it to the second um, the second day of tournament play. Um, but outside of uh, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do as athletes, as students, as, as children, um, like you said, I've run uh, four businesses now. So I'm also the owner of the team I play for. So it's a lot to juggle. Um, I also coach. I go to, I teach football in Africa. I go to Africa every month with my um, foundation, um, teaching football or, across the continent. So um, it's, it's easy because it's what I love. It's my passion. And I found a balance some way, somehow. And I also have a really, really good support system. And thank God that my children are older now. I don't have little kids. So um, I have teenagers. So they, you know, it, it makes it a lot easier to have, to have teenagers and do, do, do what I do. Your, your life obviously can go different ways. Everybody's life can. But when, you know, when, when football became more than just a, a passion for you, but became uh, a sport that you're a part of, you know, I guess in what ways has, has football changed for you since you started playing at, uh, at 26? Changed your life, not just has the game changed, but how has football changed your life since you started playing? Football has changed my life tremendously. Um when I first started playing, that's all I, that I looked at football as, as just playing it. Um, I didn't know that I can get into it as a business. I didn't know that I was going to love it as much as I love it. It's, I'm obsessed with football. Every day of my life has something to do with football. Um, whether it's my own football or, or my son's football, my daughter plays flag football. So football is, it, it, it surrounds me. 
Um, I'm immersed in football 365 days out of the year. And I never knew that as a woman that I could make such a big impact um, in my city um, and also in a whole another entire continent uh, when it comes to American football, um, introducing it to Africa. So um, it has overtaken everything that, that I've even thought that I could ever do when it came to football. And that's uh, one of the things that I encourage my players as well um, is to not let uh, football limit you. There's so many different avenues you could get in, whether it's, whether it's coaching, whether it's playing, whether it's scouting, whether it's operations, whether anything you could think of, there's so many different lanes that you can live your life through football. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm actually creating my own lane, but um, it's been, it's been a, an amazing, amazing ride so far. That's good. And Keon, from, from your point of view and, and seeing, you know, not everyone, uh, most people obviously don't have a, uh, a parent that's full-time in football as a coach, player, owner, what have you, and, and your mom being, you know, a few of those, what's been, what's that been like to really grow up in, in a, in a family that's, that's so, wrapped around football, not only from, again, playing, but, but also all the other aspects around it. How has that, how has that helped you, um, you know, grow, uh, learn in the game, but also just sort of off the field and, you know, growing into a young man, how's, how's being around football 24 seven shaped you? It's been nice and like comfortable because football is always my favorite sport. So, and it keeps me, it keeps me motivated to keep playing football and have love for the game because I'm around football all the time. Whether it's the fall where you can watch football and play football, and then even in the winter when I'm working out playing football, my mom's still working out and getting ready for her season for the spring. And then during the spring, I get to watch my mom play football and cheer for her. And then right after that season, I'm right back into my season, which is the summer into fall. So it's really football 24-7 for me, 365 all around. What have been some of those, you know, ways that that you've been able to grow closer? I was a – you know, raised by a single mother as well. So I know that that sort of uh, environment growing up in that. And, and from your perspective, obviously my mom wasn't growing up playing tackle football, but what was, uh, you know, what are some of the ways, and I'll start with you, Keon, what are some of the ways that, that you think of that, that both being in love with football have, have um, brought you and your mom closer? Since we both, that's both of our favorite sports. So we always sit down and watch football together and it's easy because I have someone who I can critique football with, and we always go back and forth about watching football and learning more things about the game and the X's and O's. So that's got us closer because every time, like, I need feedback on this play or that play, I have my mom who plays football and coaches football. So that makes everything easier. And Star, what about you? Um, I mean, you know, as a teenage boy, he goes through his phases of <laughs> – uh, you know, being a mama's boy versus not being a mama's boy, you know, and football keeps us out of those stages. Like he's always a mama's boy. Like he's always, it's always me, him and football. It's always, um, you know, we, we watch football every single day. We talk about football every day. Um, I'm on the phone with coaches. I'm on the phone with players from, for myself. And, um, 
you know, we, we, I play DN sometimes. So, and, and he's a defensive end. I get, I get a chance to, you know, help him work on his game. He helps me work on my game. We train together. Um, we're in the gym together. We're on the field together. So we spend a lot of time together through football. And if that's how I got to take it, then that's how I got to take it. I'd rather, you know, spend as much time as I can get with him before he's off to college and, you know, and then, then my daughter's off to college and I'm the empty nester. So I'm, I'm enjoying this time that I have with him. It took a while for him to even respect my opinions in football, being as though I'm, I'm a girl, you know. So the, after he got over that hump, it was just like, mom, so what do you think I could have did better on this play or do you think I got off the ball good or how's this tackle? And, and I'm on the sideline every game, every game that he plays. And, and I try not to overstep my boundaries because I'm a team mom. I mean, myself team mom. I try not to overstep my boundaries by coaching him on the sideline. But if I see something that I know the coaches didn't tell him, I will sneak and run up to him and, and let him know to make an adjustment. I'll either do it during the game or I'll do it at halftime, but it's going to get set. For me, I grew up playing baseball. Uh, my mom was a volleyball player, never played softball, never played baseball. So, you know, when, when you know, after a loss or after a difficult game, um, you know, she wasn't able to, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Which was kind of nice because I was already thinking that myself and hearing that from my teammates and coaches. So, you know, what has been, I guess, uh, key on um, a little bit of that, you know, maybe some of the things that aren't quite as fun when mom's able to, to break down all of your plays and stuff like that. What have been some of those times where you're like, dang, I wish my mom didn't know this about my game or I wish I wish she knew a little bit less about football when I'm sure there's been a couple moments like that. Can you think of any that, that have times when you've thought, man, I wish my mom didn't know about, as much about football as she does? Um, like small things like during the game, like because when I like, say if I mess up, I don't want to always get yelled at every time I mess up. So when I mess up in the game, she's always running to me and then tells me what I just messed up. And sometimes that's annoying. Sometimes I need it, but it's annoying at the same time because I just be trying to get back to the next play. I don't even be trying to worry about what I just did. And then she'll come and give me an air full of what just happened. So that's kind of annoying sometimes. But not in a bad way. Yeah, not in a bad way. She be trying to help me. I don't yell at him during the game. I'll 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 say, Keon, you gotta use your hands. You know why you didn't make that play, right? Because you didn't use your hands, or you were slow getting off the ball. So make sure next time you get in there, you're faster off the ball. Come on, this is a very important game. Get it together. <laughs> yeah, and when you've been looking and, and cheering on mom's games in the spring, you know, has there been a time, although you're not playing the same position always, has there been a time where you've noticed something that she's not and said, you know, hey mom, let me talk to you for a minute. Uh, I noticed on uh, on that third down, you could have done this, but you did that instead. What's that like? That those opportunities you get to uh, to coach mom up a little bit? Cause like she's always hurt, so like it always she's always not playing a hundred percent. So always it always like so sometimes like she'll miss a tackle because her shoulder is broke or something, <laughs> or or she's not running as fast because her ankle is messed up. So like she never plays at a hundred percent. So. That'd be kind of annoying. I'd be telling her, like, why you're not running? Why you didn't make that tag? Why you missed that tag? Why you didn't catch that ball? There was one time she something she wasn't catching the ball because her thumb was broke. So it was only so much you could do with a wrapped up thumb. And, like, so, like, that'd be, that'd be like, what we'll be having during the games. I'd be trying to, like, tell her. But, and it's nice to get my payback from when she'd be yelling at me during her game. Well, the thing about it is he's so much harder on me than I am on him. 
he is, it, 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 I'm like, Dad, take it easy on me. Sheesh, I'm almost 40. Like, take it easy. But he's harder on me, but I appreciate it. I, you know, it is what it is. I do play injured a lot, so. One last one, uh, you know, and this is more for, for Star, but Star, having that opportunity to get named to the, to the national team and, and be able to, to represent the country and, and be, you know, one of the, the best women's tackle players in the country. Um, and then, you know, Keon just starting in that process um, with the national team and, and, and giving his first shot at the combine this year. Fast forward. Imagine that that uh, that he gets that call up to the national team. How that how would that make you feel? Getting to see your son following some footsteps of something that, uh, again, I think just you and Elizabeth would be the only two people that I know of that that have had that opportunity in, in the sport of football. I would be a very proud mama. Um, he already makes me proud. Um, just the fact that uh, you know I tried out. And when I tried out for Team USA, I had sciatica, so I was hurt. <laughs> and I be- like I literally was going to see the trainer every five minutes, and I pushed through it. And um, you know, I, they saw something in me that that they thought could be used on Team USA. I mean, I I, I play linebacker, and I'm a very aggressive linebacker, uh, very knowledgeable of, of that position. Um, and they saw something in me that they thought would be beneficial um, for the team. And when it was time for Keon to try out, he was injured. He had hurt his tailbone, and he barely was running. He literally... I, I, we almost didn't make the trip to the combine. He had a game on Friday and then we flew in on Saturday and he did the combine on Sunday. So he was already just exhausted from his game, not to mention hurt because of his tailbone and he wasn't playing at a hundred percent either. And now he's going onto this platform and this stage of really great players around the country. So he could see where he kind of falls in line at see, um, how he does up against other players outside of Philadelphia. And he didn't want to go. He did not want to go. And I told him, I said, listen, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. You got to take it. Then if we get there and you literally physically cannot do it, then I would understand. But at least, you know, let's give it a valiant effort and let's, let's make this trip. We made the trip. Um, He rested that, that little bit of that, first half of the day and the second half of the day when we flew in and he surprised the heck out of me. Like he pulled something from somewhere and actually put on a show for everyone. He did so well on the one-on-ones. He didn't run the 40, but, um, because of his injury, but he did so well. And he was so happy that I actually pushed him to do it. Cause I could have been one of the moms like, Oh, you heard. Okay. We're not going. No we're going, you're going to seize this opportunity. And that's what happened. He was able to meet, meet some really great people. The coaches there who were some of my coaches, um, which, which I was happy to see because I haven't seen in four years. So um, it was a really good experience. And I'm, I'm so happy that I'm so proud of him for pushing through his injuries. Um, and yeah, God willing, he, he gets a phone call or email or something saying that he made the team and, and it, Everything else will be history. Next week, we'll talk to another mother and son combination chasing the same dream. On behalf of USA Football, thanks for listening to the Football for All podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode or the show, please rate it, review it, share it with friends, or post about it on social media. A stronger future of football needs people like Keon and Star, and people like you. Head to usafootball.com FDM for more on the football development model and our vision of football for all. This episode was produced by Jacob Fresky and hosted by me, Jesse Giorzi. Supporting content was created by Jacob and our creative team.